Podcasting from the Sportique Studios, where we're entering the bargaining stage of Denver Sports Grief. Hashtag Heavy Sigh, hashtag Nug Life. This is the Game 7 of Podcasts, the South Stands, Denver Fancast. I'm Colin Daniels with producer Scott Stafford. And you... Get that cough out before I started. Oh, yeah. Welcome to the show. Love that intro. It's good stuff. Welcome to the show, everybody. It's good to be back. Um, part of the reason why we haven't done this in a while is I've I've had uh, I've had the creeping death, and I have not been able to um, get down here because I would have been coughing too much and so I, I sounding worse than I do now. This is actually good, but but I'm here and we're ready to roll. And we've uh, since the last time we we broadcasted, we've got plenty to talk about. You're, well, God, you're the Colorado crud, is what I'm. You got the Colorado crud. Colorado yes. Well, and, and obviously another reason that we haven't been down here is that it's been a goddamn playoff game. Every night of the week, I believe there was a 15-day stretch where there was a a Denver playoff game each and every one of those days. And though it is all over, and it's very fucking depressing that it's all over... That run was a fucking blast. Yeah, I can't fun. remember. Wasn't that awesome? Now, now, wasn't that awesome? And was didn't that get you spoiled? Because now you're like, I need that every spring. I want that every spring. I want to be in the middle of it. Can you imagine living in Boston? And that right. happens every single spring. It's it's crazy. They've got it. They got it going on. Well, their 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 basketball team went out pretty quick, but their hockey team's still going. And we are going to be speaking to our Boston correspondent later in the show. That's right. He's been there at uh, at Fenway. Uh, I got some questions for him because I guess I've never really watched that many Red Sox games. I didn't know about how fucking gimmicky this damn wall was. I mean, I've always, I know what the wall is, but and they've got a tricky bowl. It's just like a tricky fuck, bowl. It's just like bouncing off that goddamn wall all night. And I was like, oh, okay, I guess this is how you like it. Um, but it's been very cool. It was almost too much because there'd be a playoff game every night and they were on so goddamn late all the time. Oh, they all yeah. started, yeah, started really at 8, 8 o'clock. And yeah, I, no, no, and no, no. I, no. Nuggets tips at eight forty. I know, and I bullshit. thought, and I thought, okay, I know they're playing a team that's on the West Coast, but all the people on the East Coast, there's no way anyone's staying up for that. Not, and that's why the Nuggets <laughs> don't get seen. And I, there was a four fucking overtime game in the middle of all of that. Now I get that. That's fine. We're gonna you have to stay up late for that. But I always make fun of all the whiners on the East Coast. They're like, oh, I can't. They never watch the East Coast teams. But in this case, you regular season, that's fine. I don't expect you to sit up and watch a Nuggets game, but. In the playoffs, those games should be starting at fucking six o'clock here. That's when they should be starting. At latest seven. At the latest seven. And then here's the thing too: the the stadium was I'm not going to say empty, but certainly there was rows missing. But when you take away all of the children from the game, you're going to have because because attendance. it's too late. Yeah, it's, I, it was my experience. Here I am buying four tickets for my family. I show an 8:40 tip, 
and my kids have school the next day, it's like, well, shoot. Well, for game, get, for game seven, you didn't know what time it was going to be held until Friday evening. We had to wait right. for the outcome of the Warriors game. So that was lame. I didn't know if I was going to be taking – I had tickets to that game. I didn't know if I was going to be taking my daughter or my baby. Oh, yes, yes. But – Aside from that, that sucked because, you know, everyone's sitting up and everyone's probably drinking or doing whatever. It's a late night. You, you get up on a fucking Wednesday. You feel horrible. And then you got another playoff game the next night. And it keeps going, keeps going. That sucked. But the whole thing was great because we had nonstop a Denver team playoff action. I thought that was great. I wish they could have gone a little further and we'll probably get into that. Maybe break down their, their failures as we go. But um, I, I was hoping we, we could, we could still be enjoying a little bit more. Playoffs. I think we're going to have this for the next like six years. I hope so. That's why I'm thinking now we got, we got a little spoiled. If it doesn't happen, we're going to be pissed. Oh, absolutely. And I'm so used to wearing nuggets shit. Like, I bought a fucking ton of nugget shit. All they the got, new colors. They got the coolest shit. They've got the coolest they shit. Really do. Dude, they really the do. shit this year was so fucking cool, and I bought the fuck out of it. I must have spent, I mean, I spent hundreds of dollars on shirts and hats. Shit, just cool shit. I even got a cool jacket from Snyder this year. I was all decked out in nugget shit, and now I feel silly trying to wear it. So it's all going into a, one of those big fucking clear tubs with a snap lid on it until well next year. i you know i i think a lot of people like get, get they get upset with the team oh i'm really pissed off and it's not like, upset that they didn't go to the western conference finals but that game seven <laughs> fucking pissed me off it did oh, and well, sure. well, no let's talk about it in a second but what i'm saying is is like usually i'll like you know like the abs get bounced i wear my abs hat the next day it's kind of like a Good job, boys. We'll get it. We'll I get them, We'll I get them next that. year. That. After that, I'm not interested in really wearing it. Like I, I switched out my my phone cover to uh, to the Rockies phone cover that I had the Avs one. So I was like, I was like, got to move on to that. Wasn't a nice turning the page to the Rockies. Though? It was nice. It happened yeah. for me too. Like, it was. I, I haven't been paying much attention to the Rockies either, and I've gone to a lot of games. Well, it's it's, it's hard. It, we're not used to it because we have two teams in the playoffs, and you're like, well, the Rockies. I'm not paying attention to the Rockies. I got I got the Nuggets and the Avs in the in the playoffs. I'm gonna pay attention to that right it, it was a whole lot of fun the only thing we have to regret right now is those so super horrible broncos well but outside yeah. of that it's, it's pretty good i honestly think the broncos are going to be a lot better than anybody thinks and i'm <laughs> down on them more well, than anybody well real quick i saw you i saw you making fun of that guy who had something about the broncos going to be even worse and i was like how, how can they be worse how could you be worse they got rid of vance joseph if you get rid of vance joseph you're automatically better he was fucking awful and I don't care if they win three games. They'll win three games better than Vance Joseph they, won six. Yeah, let's let's even say now we they're not gonna have a they're gonna have a way better record than they did last year. Maybe not way better, but they will be they will be better regardless. Even if they don't have a better record, they will still be a better team because they got rid of that clown. So I thought that was kind of like, how does someone write this? I go, if you even even the 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 minor attention I've paid to them since the season ended, I still know they're going to be a better I team. I feel like it's a plus three just getting rid of Vance easily. Joseph. That's all easily. they had to do. A plus well, three and, and, and the quarterback. I mean, even with Flacco, that you might you might not like him, but shoot, he's a, still worth he's still four. worth some what, what, what some wins. Record, what was the record last year? Because that's a plus four. I don't even know. They, they, they like won eight six eight? games. So six games. Six. The, the, they'll be ten and six this year. They're a plus four. I think that's probably fair. Well, that's enough Broncos talk for now. <laughs> we'll get, I do want I do want to get back to the Broncos later. Because we can. I, I think organizationally, what I'm encouraged about. And and I also want to talk about that piece I wrote about the about the journalist, but that it, it seems they seem to have woken up to those troubles, and we'll discuss it. 
I was <coughs> when I was coughing to start. I was kind of coughing just to get it out, and I, I started to sound like the beginning of Sweet Leaf with uh, 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 uh. and then I remembered I was uh, a couple weeks ago because I've had this fucking forever. Mm-hmm. I had got done playing hockey. I have missed a beat playing hockey. Can't breathe when I'm playing and I'm fucking hacking up a lung. But uh, it was the night that Game of Thrones had premiered, right? And so we were real excited at my house. And the game had gone long and it was getting late. And uh, my, my wife's like, where the hell are you? Let's watch this fucking show. And I was like, oh, the game went long. I'm, I'm going now. I said, well, I got to get going. So I hop in my car and I'm fucking, I'm driving and I'm, I'm getting there and I'm just, I'm just hacking. I'm just, I'm really coughing and I'm coughing so hard. I start to like get lightheaded. I've been there. And I'm like, and I'm like, okay. I'm like, shit, man, I'm really getting lightheaded. I go, should I pull over? I'm like, Game of Thrones. I got to get there. Yeah, she's yeah, she's yeah. expecting yeah, yeah. me. So I had to power through and I, and I made it and then we watched you, it. You so. know, I did. I saw your wife a couple of weeks ago. I, she when, told when, me when yeah, you were playing at, hockey the, at the, at the Brown, huh? Yeah. Yep. The good old ship tavern. I'm like, mm. well, where, where's John? He's like, he's playing hockey. Yeah. I was playing hockey. Yeah. Trying to, trying to not cough myself off the road. Um, but uh, Colin doesn't watch Game of Thrones. You watch Game of Thrones. You've been to the locations, And I'm right? going oh, to yeah. watch Game of Thrones. Well, I, we're going to spoil it all I'm for going, you right here. I, I, I won't remember. Yeah. By no, the time I, I get we, through we five fucking you know, seasons leading up to this. Um, no, there's major things that happen, so it's a, it's a, it's a pretty cool thing. But um, have you been watching it? Oh, of course. And what do you think? I think it's great. I think it's great, I, too. I, I love it. I, I, know, I, I hear the people are down on it i don't get it i think it's people fucking suck scott i think that's what you need to know people are fucking wankers all every day i see these articles and they're like what we want to see from the next detective pikachu movie and it's like why are you demanding fucking shit why are you demanding stuff you're not writing these movies you're not you're not producing these movies you don't demand shit i i love that danny's gone mad I, I love think it's that great. she's going to be a mad queen before she's the queen. I That's think it's That's fantastic. a pretty big spoiler. You just kind of... I won't remember. Kind of okay. I won't remember. Um, I'm, I'm re-watching Deadwood right now. Okay. My wife and I had started re-watching Sopranos. And I said, this is kind of... It, it, when I re-watched Breaking Bad, it was a new experience the second time. Sure. When I re-watched Sopranos, that was not my experience. Like, I felt like these episodes are tired. I'd not... I'm not reliving this the way I did with Breaking Bad. I can see that. So I said, why don't, since she's never seen Deadwood, I said, why don't we try an episode of Deadwood? And if you don't like it, we'll keep on going with Sopranos. She want, As soon as episode one was over, the pilot, which isn't even that good, she was like, I like this show. I like these characters. Let's go. I haven't seen Deadwood, and I, I, had, I had brought that up. And I'm, je- uh, and I'm jealous of that because I'm gonna, I, maybe it's I'll watch great it. to have that in Isn't your back Isn't there a pocket. movie? Didn't it premiere it's yet? Coming. It's no, coming. No, it's okay. not. Yeah. Let's get back to the spoiler aspect really quick. <clears throat> Is it fair that we can't talk? I mean, it's it's Colin's no. fault he's not watching. It. It, yeah, it's, it's it's not. I mean, it, I mean, it, would, it, a... would, it wouldn't. Let's say he was. Let's say he was a couple episodes behind. Then maybe that would be unfair. But since he's never watched it, I he may never. Right? Yeah, it doesn't matter. I'm yeah. not going to remember. I'm going to. Oh, that's what the thing Scott said would happen. Yeah, because I remember you guys watched Breaking Bad as it came out, and I didn't. I watched well after the fact, and so it was kind of like, well, if you said something, it's kind of my fault. I I didn't see it. It's. My, my thing with spoilers are if you're sitting there watching it and you're like, oh, my God, fucking so-and-so died. That fucking sucks because I can't sit there yeah. looking for something else because you just ruined it for me because I watch it an hour later. Right. Or you might be watching it tomorrow. I, I might be watching it tomorrow. After 24 hours. But people live tweet that all the time. So It's it, fucking it's, obnoxious as but hell. But it's to be expected. With Endgame, with, when Endgame came out. 
Um, everybody's very respectful. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to spoil it for anybody, you know? And then, so I just found some people that I knew had seen it and we were, and we started talking about it and it wasn't, I think that's different though. Cause that's in a theater. It's a totally different experience and not everyone can watch it at the same exact time. True. I mean, if you're choosing to watch it later, it's just, you just can't watch it live. I mean, it's like a sporting event almost, right? I mean, Game of Thrones. I mean, this, this. I don't know. I, I, I just stay off of Twitter if I, you're afraid of th- that. That's what I've had to do. I've learned that with The Walking Dead. I've learned that with Game of Thrones. I get off Twitter because, you know, I'll come, I'll be coming back from, from playing hockey and I'm like trying to like, you know, see what's going on. And all of a sudden I see like something about, about Game of Thrones. And I'm like, fuck. And I have to just get off because just give me an hour. Now I get it. I know people are like all excited, but then you can figure out, even if they're not saying anything too spoilery, they're still spoiler spoiling it for you if you, you're just kind of looking can, through your feed. Can we can we talk about what you think is going to happen in the end? Or um, is, I mean, we're guessing. That's not spoiling anything, right? Or, or are we? It's, you know, no, it's not spoiling. It's not spoiling. I mean, how, how do you think it's going to go down? I mean, the obvious thing is I think, um, I think Arya is going to become someone else, get close to her, and offer. Grey Worm? She's going to look like somebody that she yeah. trusts mm-hmm. and she's going to, she's going to do her in. Now I think that's probably the obvious thing that everyone sees. Um, but I don't know. I, at this point, I hope that doesn't happen. Cause I want like last week, I want something completely unexpected to happen and something crazy that makes everyone even matter. There's like 500,000 people. Or I don't know what it was. It was like, it was like 400,000 people signed a petition. Sign a petition to have them reshoot it, redo it. I'm like, okay, okay. Do you understand how much that costs to make these these six episodes, millions and millions of dollars, and uh, and so they just can't they just can't do that for one. And you mentioned like me being at locations. I've been to Dubrovnik, which is the the set of uh, King's Landing. They laid waste to Dubrovnik, uh, and it like makes you sad because you think it's real. All of a sudden, they're showing a shot of like the Airbnb I was at, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and then it's just blown away by, by <laughs> fire. Um, I mean, I, I have no idea how much that possibly, and it looks so real. It's great. It's, it's so it's good. Incredible. And I, I thought that episode, everyone, everyone was crying about it, and I was like, that's exactly what this show's about. It's brutal. It's unexpected. And you know what? It pisses you off. That's kind of what it is. You made the point on Twitter, and I loved it, that uh, you can't get 500,000 people to sign a petition to ban assault weapons. Oh, fuck no. (laughs) But they'll fucking, they'll they'll want you to reshoot Game of Thrones. It's like, God damn. So, um, (coughs) excuse me. I got the coffin. I got the coffin tonight. I'm coughing up. Colorado crud? Yeah, I got the Colorado crud. Let's take our first break. Is it that time already? It is already. And we we, we already teased a lot. We've got our special correspondent from Fenway. We've got a little scoop, maybe. Oh, you got you got, got some scoop, we baby. We got some scoop, so you guys hang tight. You're going to hear that soon, and uh, we will be right back. Robin turned 26, just for kicks. You know she still lives in Portland. Maybe she should move to Boulder. Eat granola, rock and roll, that is key. Kick it with the trust of Farians. Colorado College, are they Sega or Atarian? Slacker, a backpacker, Air Force, cracking, daddy stacking, jacket. And now we check in with our New England correspondent, Reno Notaro. Reno. Gentlemen. Good evening. Welcome, welcome back to the show. Our most frequent guest, Reno Notaro, now living in the hinterlands 
of the Northeast. I understand, Reno, that you were at Fenway Park to see the Rockies play. Give us your impressions of New England fans. Well, they're passionate. They talk funny. <laughs> um, and uh, they uh, they are. They're very passionate fans. Now, I heard... But, but the- I'll tell you this. I'll, I'll tell you this. Boston is not a Patriots city, and New England is not a Patriots region. The number one team in Boston and in New England are probably the Bruins, and you could probably argue it's the Red Sox. So I'd probably say the Red Sox and the Bruins, uh, 1A and 1B. Even with all the success the Pats have had, the Sox and the Bruins are the the most popular teams. And Bruins fans are the most fanatical fans of any sports franchise. Uh, Reno, I got to ask you about this goddamn wall. I guess I haven't watched that many Red Sox games. The and wall, I, like the wall they're going to build in Canada? <laughs> no, not that wall. Uh, uh, not that wall that you're you're off building and, and designing for for the Trump administration. Um, I'm talking about the the green monster and um, the, the I, monster. It, it like the ball fucking hits off that like like thirty times a game. Is that right? Yeah, it's. I mean, it's like a little little league outfield. You know, it, that's what's funny is is. Uh, you always hear, oh, the, the East Coast fans and the East Coast media, they're so savvy. They're so knowledgeable. Um, no, that's not <laughs> thats not true. And if you look at the dimensions of Yankee Stadium down the left field line and Yankee Stadium down the right field line, and then you also look at the right field line at Fenway and the Green Monster at Fenway, uh, those are tiny, tiny stadiums, and all you ever hear are how the Rockies have this unfair advantage, which is just ridiculous. In fact, WEEI, uh, one of the big stations in Boston, was running some some content, some, some tweet about is it unfair that the Rockies play at altitude? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We saw that, and and it's yeah. ridiculous because. The, the the outfield at Coors Field is massive compared to that, right? It's just a little tiny park. Yeah, yeah I mean, that's why it was always you, – you always wanted to have, you know, Dexter Fowler in center field, and then it's why the Rockies had Cargo playing in left field. You always have your best outfielder playing in right field, but at Coors Field, because it's so big – Oftentimes the Rockies would have cargo in left field because of that left center field gap. But then they would, you know, now we're getting into the details of the Rockies in the past, but then they moved him back to right field because your, your best outfielder always plays in right field. Um, but no, that left center field, what is it? 425, 435? 420. Uh, yeah, <laughs> 420. Well, well, so the wall's there because if there if it was a regular wall – the ball would just be hit out every goddamn time, right? Is that kind of why? Because it was every, built. It was built in like 1908 or whatever the hell it was. Yeah, actually, I, I have a picture of my, my my grandfather's from Boston, from Charlestown, uh, the, the the predominantly the the heavy Irish section of of Boston, and he was born in 1905. I have a picture of him 
1920 outside of Fenway Park. So it's a really old, old stadium. And when you walk away, walk around Fenway, it it's there's there's nowhere to go. I mean, they could expand it out to Yawkey and they could expand it out to Lansdowne, but that would take a, a, uh, a construction project that would be just they'd have to shut it down for a season. So the, the goddamn yeah, so unions the, would ruin it all. Yeah, the damn unions and the the uh, the foreign labor kill it. Um, I believe I yeah. heard. I, did I hear you on the uh, on the uh, AT and T Sportsnet Zombie Root Sports broadcast chanting "Let's Go Rockies" at the end of that first game? You you probably did, much to the chagrin of my uh, my buddy who's who grew up in, in Boston, and my father, or not my father in law, but my my brother in law who lives in the back bay. And uh, they were very upset about that. I definitely yeah, heard it was, a, oh, on the TV broadcast. I heard a heavy baritone voice going, "Let's go, Rockies!" And I thought it was been. awesome. Was that was, right before the Mark Reynolds uh, <laughs> jack up the middle? It was right at the yeah. end of the game. Yeah. Uh, hey, it was just, and the the weather here is just disgusting. New England <laughs> weather is is truly disgusting. I, I, as someone who lived in in Denver for 27 years and Colorado for 27 years. I honestly don't know how Denver isn't the largest city in the United States because the the weather is so amazing in Denver, but I think people believe that there's a foot of snow on the it's, ground. It's, it's getting there, well. Right now. Well, t- just next Tuesday is supposed to snow here, so just oh, just okay. so well, you know, that's but, what'll uh, that's what'll keep it away. Because that's true. You've never seen shitty weather until you've seen New England. Weather. Oh yeah, it's I'll pass truly, on that. It's so, truly disgusting. So, it was 38 degrees and raining Monday morning when I took my dog out. Ugh. So we were talking a little earlier um, about the the playoff run that we had here in Denver with the Abs and the Nuggets and how no one, and how no Amazing. one was used to it. Now, obviously, in in Boston, they're they're used to their teams being the playoffs and they've they've got deep playoff runs every year. So we were kind of like going, wow, this was almost a new experience for everyone here. And no one was getting sleep, and, and everyone's kind of uh, uh, getting used to it. But uh, y'all weren't getting sleep. I wasn't. Getting <laughs> yeah, that's right. You you were yeah. you were definitely not getting sleep. But is this you know we're thinking, hey, we could get used to this, and we hope we will. You think it's going to continue? I hope so. I I don't see any reason why it shouldn't continue. I mean, McKin- that's one thing. Is is when I was at the Red Sox game. The people to each of my sides, everybody was talking about the Bruins and yeah. the, and hockey and and you I can see the Bruins. You you can see the Bruins sweaters on TV at Fenway Park. It, I'm telling you, man. I am telling you. I was in town, and I'll get back to the other uh, question. But I was in Boston, leaving for a, a trip. I was headed out of town the night of Game Seven between Toronto and Boston and the city was just electric. Everyone was talking about the bees. Uh, but yeah, the, the, everybody in getting back to that is everybody in new England, everybody in Boston knows about McKinnon and he's just the talk. And it's like, God, he's the best player in the NHL. He's one of the top two players in the, in the NHL. And so when you have that kind of talent, the, the Avalanche need to go get a big defenseman. You know, that I, I remember back when I had a radio show saying, who is the Rob Blake of the NHL right now? 
and what would it take to go get him? Because that's what the Avalanche did back in 2001. That's why they won the cup that year. That's what put them over the hump. So what, what are they going to do to get better, to, to take that next step? And then the Nuggets have all this young talent. And uh, how, how are they going to, to keep getting better? So, yeah, it's, an, it's a very exciting time. And it was always the case where the Nuggets were good, the Avalanche were good, and the Nuggets sucked. And that was kind of the case during the, the first eight to nine, ten years of the Avalanche until Mello got there and then the nuggets were good but not great of course they weren't as great as the avalanche were in that first nine years um but they were at least winning and then the avalanche started to dip when you know sackic retired and and that kind of came to an end but it's it's a great time and and people out here are spoiled we were talking about it my wife's cousin is 25 years old and she only knows championships (laughs) that's all like it's just well one of our teams wins this year so which one's it going to be or maybe it's going to be three of them this year well haven't they had something like 12 championships in like 17 years i believe it's 13 well go back to to the first to the first super bowl oh one wasn't it oh one so so count there 18 years 19 years and it's it's been nothing but winning so if you're 25 years old you might remember that certainly if you're 30 years old and you're from new england all you know like that's your only memory will be is is championships yeah meanwhile here in denver all we know right now is heartbreak and it has been it has been a difficult week well the only the only thing you know in denver is john elway doesn't know anything about evaluating quarterback how dare you how dare you say that <laughs> hey about, Reno. The, about the ramsey bolton of denver <laughs> colin wouldn't get that he doesn't watch the show he doesn't no he's never seen it we what? just we just had a discussion i'm about gonna how... watch the show i'm gonna watch the show i'm going to yeah. I'm just no. way behind. I haven't started yet. So, hey, Reno, listen, we got to move on. But thanks a lot, buddy. Appreciate you calling in. Uh, he, they're from Boston, our, uh, or from Maine, actually, our New England correspondent, Reno. Portland, Maine, uh, baby. We miss you, Reno. Miss you. Love y'all. See ya. See ya. Uh. It's the questions. It's the questions, boy. It's the questions. It's the questions. Come on. The questions. It's the questions, boy. It's the questions. It's the questions. Is it riskier to visit an abortion clinic in Alabama or attend a game seven at Pepsi Center? Speaking of abortions, now that the Nuggets are eliminated, does Will Barton have more time for inseminating big booty Instagram models? Is Barton's goal to become the slutty black Philip Rivers? Does he buy grape Similac by the case? Does Jamal Murray prefer orange juice from Concentrate because he loves inconsistency? Were Paul Millsap and Mason Plumley feeding each other chicken bones before the second half of Game 7 of the Western Conference semifinal? Is Drew Locke willing to mentor Joe Flacco? When a female beat reporter settles with the Broncos on a sexual harassment claim, is she giving a pass in exchange for her press one? Based on the way he calls every fly ball, would Drew Goodman be a perfect spokesperson for premature ejaculation? 
Where will Brendan Rogers rank among Rocky's greatest mullets? Has anybody caught Ian Desmond stealing from the Rockies? Will 104.3 The Fan now begin promos promising there's never an offseason for talking nuggets and avalanche? <laughs> Probably not. When Raj, Sharon's pro- when Raj Sharon promised the fam would talk more Rockies, did he realize they would be so fucking boring? You have questions. We have answers. SouthStandsDenver.com, Colorado's finest internet sports talk since From the no. Pixies. Oh, okay. That's her. That album is fucking fantastic. That's yeah, really good. I dig it. The Breeders. The Breeders, yeah. Right, that's I'm Spotifying this shit at work tomorrow. But um, that's their second album, though. It is, yeah. So this is the one with uh, Last Kim Deal. Yeah, Kelly Deal. Who else is on this? Tanya Donnelly left at that point. Yeah. And, um, no. Josephine Wiggs. That whole album's awesome. It's really good. Um, you were saying the Rockies are boring. I don't think the Rockies are boring at all. The Rockies, despite their many flaws, are 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 never a dull moment because they're always doing something. Whether they're they're getting a big lead and coughing it up and barely winning, or they're um, or they're they're giving a big lead. And then they're and they're slowly creeping back in and then getting within a run and blowing it. It's always exciting. Hey, hey, get ready for this one, right? I guess here we go. Brendan Rogers. Brendan Rogers. Oh, how exciting is this? Everyone's got Brendan Rogers fever. It's gonna be great. He's a good player. I hope he plays well. It's gonna be it's gonna be fantastic. Got a to pocket watch him go. full of quarters and I'm heading to Coors Field. Yeah. I got Brendan Rogers fever. Um I went to Coors Field last week. Weekend. Was it last weekend? I think I don't remember. I think it was. Um, it was a little cold still during a Nuggets game. Was it Sunday? No, it was Saturday. Uh, it was Saturday, and uh, it was nice, uh, but it was kind of cold, rained a little bit, and I was like, I kind of picked my tickets out, and I'm like, oh, it'll be fine by then. And of course, it was kind of shitty out, and um, but it was still nice to be out there, you know, being at the game. Hadn't been since opening day. I've been to like six games so far, and it's tough because of all the Nuggets and the Avalanche and everything yep. else. It's, uh... But now, hey, like you said, we turned the page. We're ready. We're ready for Rocky season. But Dude, I love Bob Seger. 
You like the Bob Seger Silver Bullet Band? Uh, but I, but I do like. I think I think the Rockies are are always exciting. There's always something. There's always something going on. It's usually not good, but it's it's always exciting. They're, they're fine. I think they're fine. They, yeah, they, they, I think they had fine. that eight game losing streak, but take that away. They're doing just they're fine. Two games under five hundred. Yeah. I think but, they're not winning uh, shit this well, year. Well, but well, maybe I mean what they're two and a half games out of a uh, wild card spot. It's not with like a hundred and. 15 to go or something 120 to go i just like watching those okay. guys play i like watching them and now b Raj is coming up so yeah, um yeah but you know baseball it's all about uh you know essentially maintaining 500 and getting hot yep. and you're gonna go on a you know 15 of 20 streak and there it is and if you at play least, 500, at least ball, we've still got some fucking sports to watch yeah they'll so be fun. that that i'm excited about and i've been enjoying watching the games those two games at fenway were a ball those were fun yeah, I'm, I'm really super fun. excited about Brendan Rodgers. I think he's going to be good. It's about time they brought him up. Yeah, and and you know I think he should have been up before some of these other guys. But you know um, I, the the brain trust over there. Who knows when they when they decide on something? But um, you know, kids ready. I think so. Should be good. It's been playing well. Um, you know, it's it's one of those things. A lot of expectations. So if he gets out there and just starts to suck, and it's going to be really depressing. And he very well might. I mean, he, he's a call up. He's coming up to a whole new level. And but this, that's he the hasn't whole thing. seen this pitching. And- that's the whole thing with the Rockies right now. They're super young. And, and same with the Nuggets. And same with the Avalanche. So they're young. They're all young teams. And that's that's how it goes. And, Barely uh, legal sports town. Right? Yeah, I like it. Um, and you don't win when you're young in baseball. You don't win. You just, just don't. Speaking about of being young and not winning, I wanted I made a bunch of jokes about Will Barton earlier, but I, he is sincerely. I think he's got five kids now, and he's had two within the last two months. And I think about that ESPN documentary, um, the one of the thirty for thirties was called Broke, and it was about how young athletes go broke, and I can't imagine a better way than just running around and have. And and Scott said earlier off mic. If you are impregnated by somebody like Will Barton, are you are you going to have that child? And in a lot of cases, the answer is yes, especially well, amongst you, you were telling the Instagram to go to, model not to go to Alabama. I don't think it's going to well. Well, here here's here's the thing: if you have five kids with the same person, and you're like, okay, if you're Philip Rivers, actually, that's probably that's not that's half of what he's, he's got, got nine. Yeah, so. Generally, all your money, your resources are in one spot, right? Going towards that. But if you've got five different people to pay out, big time fucking drain on your resources. I can't imagine. No, I mean, it's got to be terrible. And you know, he makes a lot of money, but, but he's going to walk away from a career with no money. But if five different women are like, well, I need this much. And then the other ones, I need this much. I need this much. I need this much a month. That's all going out the door. Whereas it would just be going to one spot, and you'd be like, "Hey, we have one house. We're gonna, we're gonna, we have two cars, three cars, whatever." It is a huge financial drain, and that is a that is a big fucking problem. Everybody loves to dip their wick. Let's 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 be honest. I don't think anyone's saying like, "Oh no, I don't want to dip my wick." But you know what? You uh, when you dip your wick that much, you get a lot of candles on the shelf. Right, right around the same time that Barton had his two kids, Malik Beasley had one. 
And that was very prominent. People were talking about it, congratulating him. Way to go, Malik. And they weren't necessarily congratulating Will because he had, a, I think, a kid on, like a week on either side of Malik's uh, kid. Yeah, it's uh, it's a problem, and I, I think you're right. If if people don't realize that what the what the financial commitment it will be, because there's like fucking didn't like Travis Henry have like Travis Henry had eleven. He had eleven kids. Yeah, and he went to jail. So like that guy's not his job prospects aren't looking good. To pay for no, all kids. he'll probably die penniless. Yeah, uh, yeah, not much question about that. Another one I heard about was um, was uh, Monte Morris. Mm. Apparently, he's a really weird cat, and he's living in an apartment. And this is all this is all according to a non credible source. I'm not stating this as a fact. <laughs> wait, wait, lawyers. You're you're what uh, I you're heard. Quoting a non credible source. This unsubstantiated rumor that I heard is that he lives in Lodo uh-huh. with five of his boys from back home. Yeah, and. They go out three meals a day. He pays for every single one of them. And they Uber both ways. And he won't communicate with service staff. He whispers in his boy's ear and they communicate with service wow, staff. Wow, that's fucking weird. That's fucking so, so also a huge problem because you have all those people to support who are doing nothing. Yes. Other than telling telling the waiter what you want. Um, when, when LeBron had that, when LeBron took all these people, he had, he built a company, he built a company and everybody worked and everybody did their thing. And and they actually had roles and, and probably had ways to bring money in that would just want to drain, which is like, I get it. You want to take care of your people. That's totally fine. But it's like, you, you got to realize that. Once you get done playing, where are all these people going to go? Where are you going to go? Monte Morris? Yeah, Monte. Because he's like on a two million dollar contract, not like a max LeBron deal. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> which, 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 when you really which is break a lot of down, money. When you break it down, though, I guarantee you, after taxes and fees and fucking agents and everything else, that's three fifty. Three fifty. And that's great if you're a young dude and you want to think about when you were that age. What is he in if his I early twenties? If I had three fifty in my early twenties, oh fuck, you'd be treating everybody. Oh, fuck, It'd man. be great. It'd be a total disaster. It'd be a Denny's, not fucking <laughs> yeah. the Denver Chop House. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Wow. So that's just fucked up. And you wonder, like, what? And obviously, so the, the there's nobody that can just go, "Hey, man, this is fucking ridiculous." Because the coach could maybe say it, but like, who else is going to say it to him? Nobody's going to say it to him because they're just like, that's his money. That's his life. I totally agree. That's fine. But you're going to be fucking broke, man. You're going to be fucking broke because you might get another contract. It might be a little better. But like, what are you going to do at that point? It's really baffling. I just I don't get it. But and that's why ESPN did that 30 for 30 talking about this very topic. And it was interesting this last couple of weeks to see some of those examples in real time right here in our market. Um, as an example, real time of awesome uh, podcasting. I'm going to say we're going to get into the second half right here. Are we you are like we, that? Is that we're happening? ready. Yeah, we're going to do it because we're going to we're, we're going to try to keep it tight. And we've got a, we've got a, I'm so excited. We've got an editorial coming from the great. Brian Scoopnita. It's going to be awesome. We're going to keep it tight. Like, um, uh, what's her name? Who plays Aunt May in the Spider-Man movies? Marissa Tomei. Keeping it tight. Tyra Banks. Isn't that the one that just did the Sports Illustrated cover again? After a long time? Keeping it, keeping so it tight. tight man. So wow. Tight. Woo. So let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. Things are 
Visit Sobo Liquors on South Broadway at Evans and visit the great Mark Rycroft. Yes, the legend from DU and the Avalanche and Altitude Sports. He owns a liquor store and he supports this show. So, support Mark Rycroft and Sobo Liquors. They've got a beautiful selection of craft beers. One of the best I've ever seen. Wine. This is a high-end liquor store. So, if you're looking for a Colt 45, head somewhere else, buddy. This is not your average liquor store. This is high-end shit. Totally catered, totally crafted beautifully by Mark Rycroft. Visit Sobo Liquors and tell them. And now, an editorial from Brian Scoop Nemeth about the Denver Nuggets. Good evening, Broncos country. Living the nug life in Denver has nothing to do with legal weed. Oh, man. That is some good weed. (laughs) No, it has nothing to do with legal weed. But it it means knowing that the Denver butt nuggets <coughs> will ultimately rip your heart out. Will the butt nuggets ever reach the promised land and win the very first NBA Finals trophy ever? Does the NBA even does the NBA doesn't excuse me does the NBA even want the Nuggets to? Will Farton? Will Farton? Will Farton? <laughs> Paul Millflap? Is Mike? Might as well be George Carl Malone, the right guy for the coaching job. Is there any reason to go to the Pepsi Center besides the yum malicious Nuggets dancers? Oh. Yep, those Nuggets dancers are pretty cute. Oh. <laughs> Maybe it's best that the Portland jail baiters get to be swept by the Golden State Poriers <laughs> rather than our butt Nuggets. Nug life seems to be the fate we're stuck with in Denver, not to mention the Colorado Avalanche. I don't think they're going to bring home the war, the Stanley Cup, another Stanley Cup. It's I know it's been such a very long time since they won the Stanley Cup in the late 90s. But will they ever bring home another Stanley Cup, as well as the NBA Finals trophy for the Nuggets. Oh, well, there's always next next season for the Avalanche and the Nuggets. But we got got some good summer sports to look forward to, including the Denver Outlaws lacrosse and, of course, the Colorado Rockies. Let's hope the Rockies bring home their very first World Series trophy, but I doubt it. Brian, thank you so very much for your editorial. As always, your commentary 
is welcome on the South Stands Denver fan cast. And we, we love you, buddy. Known you forever. I'm so, I'm so glad you're still kicking, and we'll look forward to talking to you again real soon. Can't wait. See, See you then. Squad ready? Are you ready? Whole squad ready. Whole squad ready! Spore! I'm Brian Scope-Neiman, and I... You were really upset, weren't you, when, when the Nuggets lost? Man, I was willing to let them get swept in the fucking Western Conference Finals. I was not fucking prepared for that shit, dude. Is I spent phone way ringing? too much money. Oh, oh. Is, he's calling back. It's too oh. late now. No, no, no. Too, too let's let's, too, let's talk too, to Brian. Okay. Hey, hey, Brian. Um, hey, listen, buddy. The reason, the reason I called you... <laughs> is I wanted you to say sports for me. So um, let's plug in the board. No, just do it right just have him do it in the mic. Okay, just do it in the mic. Um, let's give me your best, most most vociferous sports. Sports! Oh, my There you God. go. That's, That's good better stuff. than any of us. You are the best. Thank you, Brian. Whew. All right. All right, so um, I was go. I was, I was updating the the uh, Stanley Cup board. I know you can't see it in there, but uh, had to get that updated. Um, the Bruins what happened. The the Bruins have uh, now advanced to the uh, the Stanley Cup Finals. So again, Boston team um, is there. So why not? Why not? Yeah. And, so uh, uh, I did I did look that up. Yeah, by the way, and we're talking about now twelve championships since two thousand. Oh yeah, for sure. For Twelve and nineteen years. I mean, there was a time I think like the Celtics and the Red Sox and the um, and the and the fucking Patriots all won in the same in the same you know in the same seasons. That so consecutive since two thousand on the same scale, we've had one, 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 one. Yeah, yeah. It's almost. Like and, and speaking of that championship team, I want your feelings on this. Now, as you know, weeks ago. I went through, and we haven't done a show in forever, so I went through great consternation, <laughs> just to put it mildly. I had a bit of information about a scandal at Dove Valley involving a female beat reporter who was harassed sexually by a coach. She was paid out. Um, and I think when I say female beat reporter, if you don't know who I'm talking about, that's on you. Well, that's fine. We don't, Everybody we don't, knows who we're talking <laughs> we about. Don't need to, we don't need to elaborate on that. Yeah. Um, the, but you know, is my point. Well, they and, but they don't know who the coach is. No, not necessarily. Um, um, but it was, it was really troubling. I was in the fucking grocery store on a Monday doing my grocery shopping. This fucking been like five weeks ago, maybe six weeks ago. And... My phone was just blowing up, and one one of the people who was contacting me was begging me, on behalf of that beat reporter, not to write anything. And you know, I was talking to you. You were like, just you know, you can write something with no names. But it was very stressful. I mean it. Yeah. It was very stressful because I, I know I had something that I knew was factually true, 
but very risky because the Broncos are a scary organization. You don't fuck with the Broncos. And, and, and the Scott, local media doesn't fuck and with Scott, the Broncos. They don't. And Scott, I don't know, know this, but Colin's notorious down there at Dove Valley. They, they know him. They know me. Mm. Yeah. Just like in Vegas. <laughs> just like in just Vegas. Just like in Vegas. He was in Vegas. Everyone knew him. Everyone Dove knew Valley, who I was. Everybody knows Same him. Same thing. Yep. Same thing. Colin, I'm on a first name basis down there. Um, so, But I wonder, this is where I wanted to go with this. Uh, obviously, they've had some very serious character issues down there at the Broncos, and I think it starts at the top. I mean, John Elway's organization was sued long before he joined the Broncos when John Elway Auto Nation USA was sued for sexual intimidation and harassment by a woman who named unnamed executives in the lawsuit. And there's only one guy with enough money to make sure his name's not in the fucking lawsuit, and that's John Elway. So to me, it, it's clear that he was at one time sued for sexual harassment. So the question is, has the organization down there at Dove Valley recognized that this is a problem and begun to supplement their staff with higher quality people with better characters as a result? I mean, they had Vance Joseph as a head coach for fuck's sakes. He had, he had sexual assault in his blood when he was a college coach at CU and they still hired him. So obviously they did not care. The question is, do they now care and it seems to me as though they do because it, it. I look at the kind of people they've brought in from Vic Fangio on down, and what I see is quality men, quality people. I don't see a lot of problematic types. I don't. I mean, the day they hired Vance Joseph, I was on Twitter bitching about it. Like you can't hire a I, guy. I don't understand that whole thing because they could have had Kyle Shanahan. Now maybe. Now maybe maybe they they There's just a Shanahan Elway maybe thing. maybe they just thought this guy isn't right for us. I totally get that, but then to go with Vance Joseph, who's a total scumbag, an inept scumbag, like guys, who's fucking been a, written up in the Boulder Daily Camera guys, for his fucking offense. He's a total clown. He was a total clown, and he proved it. He's the gangster. He proved that he was a clown, and and then the people around him, the people around him who may or may not have committed the uh, sexual harassment that got the fucking Broncos sued, um, that that just seems so bizarre to me because it was. I understand like if you're like, oh, we're screwed. We got to make we got to make a move just to fill the gap until we can blah blah. Well, they kept him for two years, so it wasn't like. Let's just hire somebody, and we'll wait till somebody better comes along. They actually retained him for a second season before they before they moved on. So that's very bizarre to me. But I think you're right. It seems like they've kind of gone, "Hey, let's get some better people in here." Because if you have if you have everybody in there, let's say it's seventy five percent good folk, the other twenty five percent is going to probably they're going to look think twice before doing something shitty. But under Vance Joseph. It was just probably whatever, whatever, whatever went. They could just get away with whatever they wanted to do. Remind me of this, but weren't we hearing prior to last season that Elway wanted to get rid of Vance Joseph, but he kept him due to the ownership uh, problems? That's got to be. I mean, that's got to be at the core of most of the problem. I, I feel like we heard this. We heard something like that where they were like, they need stability because it's so unstable right now they need to keep something uh constant and, and and i've heard from again unnamed sources people i talk to who are at fucking dove valley that it is an absolute shit show down there so my hope is that some of these hires that they've made 
just make it a team that I can root for again, man, because it's been rough for me the last few years. I don't like the Denver Broncos, and I love the Denver Broncos. I was raised to love the fucking Denver Broncos. I was a, I, I used to run around my front yard calling myself Mr. Tom Jackson. I'm Mr. Tom Jackson. I love that team more deeply than I love any other team, but they have let me down so substantially, and I blame John Elway for most of it, but at the same time, I want to believe that he is still the guy to turn the franchise around. So hopefully they've made some good quality personnel decisions with regard to the coaching staff. I, I don't know this, but when uh, Fangio came in, did he uh, did he replace coaches or is he, did he keep the current uh, offense? They didn't keep coach? anybody. No, I okay. think it's all they didn't new. Keep anybody. Yeah, okay. it's all new staff. Okay, so so the guy that was in the middle of all this, oh, he's, he's long gone. gone. He's long gone. Well, that's yeah. okay. Good. Yeah, he's long gone. Um, so he's at San Francisco <laughs> with yeah. Mike Shanahan. Yeah, so uh, Kyle, Kyle Shanahan. Um, yeah, and Vance Joseph is a coach for the Cardinals now, right? So um, so that fucking idiot lands on his feet. Maybe maybe he's good at something. I don't think he is, but uh, just a terrible fucking coach. My God. Um, going back to what we were talking about, it's like they're got, they've got to be better just just by, by subtracting him. They're from 10 and 6. I, I, yeah, I, I think that's at least, at least that. So Speaking of got to be better, there's one other topic I want to scratch off my notebook before we get out of this period, and that is how fucking bad is the Rockies coverage in this town? On, between AT&T Sportsnet... Oh, you mean like the actual the broadcast? Oh, yeah, it's terrible. I'm I'm really really bummed out about it. When ESPN took over Rockies games, when they were on ESPN Sunday uh, Sun, Sunday Night Baseball earlier this year, I really saw the contrast. I was like, oh, "Wow, this is so much and, better." And, and much like how I'd never really, I didn't know how the people played off that wall. It's the same in 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 Boston. It's the same thing. All of a sudden, you go. Oh wow, these guys are so much better. I just, I, it's a it's night and day. The the TV broadcast they talk constantly. They don't they shut eat. up. They eat. They eat. They eat. Drew Goodman. You don't fucking eat on camera. Drew, I'm sorry. Drew Goodman can't call a fucking fly ball home run to save his life. He fucking. <laughs> but it's kind of fun though, right? It's he's hilarious. Like, oh, it, oh, oh no, no, trust me. It, it's that's it's enough. great entertainment for everyone. But, but we very, can't get on to Toyota Talk and say you so. You and I can't. Because we're blocked. You and I can't. How no. does a TV network block local sports bloggers People who on are Twitter? watching fucking 90% of the games. You fucking idiot. <laughs> so. Such a bad network. Jeff Houston is awful. And I don't know why he's even on there. They could put Spilly and fucking uh, Jenny Kavnar in those roles. Kavnar should be in the booth every fucking I, night. Drew, I don't know if she wants to be because she's a young mo- she's a young mother. That's but fine. still, if Drew, she wants to be, she should be. Drew Goodman is 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 decent at what he does. He's 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 smooth when he's talking. Um, he's got some issues. Um, I understand why they have him in there. He's a pro. He's done it a long time. He's got some issues. My big problems with the fucking radio because I, whenever they're on the East Coast, I get to listen on my way home. So I get to listen to a lot of the the radio. Now you know I'm a big K, uh, KOA fan, Colin. You love. And I got devoted yourself. I got to hear my KOA. I got to hear my KOA out through the day. I, I, I got Colorado's today. morning yeah. news. You got to get your rush. Oh, I got. I, I got to go home. I got to go home laughing with my Lewis and Logan. You know I love those guys. They're hilarious. Um, but. I listen to the radio, the radio broadcast when I'm driving home and they're playing early. 
Those guys are fucking terrible. Jerry Schimmel is fucking awful. And like I've said this in the past, and people are like, oh no, he's really good. He's a total pro. Well, like, he survived a plane crash. He survived a plane crash. I'm like, I don't give a fuck if he survived a space shuttle crash. Oh, waterboarding. Yeah, whatever. He's still terrible. He's a he's bad at what he does. Now, um, like uh what's his name? Uh, uh the other guy. Who's the guy? Jack Kurgan. Jack Jack is okay. Jack is okay and could probably carry it on his own. Jerry is terrible. He starts to talk and he goes and he he flubs his whatever he's saying he flubs his lines all the time he like doesn't know what's going on it's almost like it's almost like he's not watching it and he kind of has to turn to see the action and then he goes oh oh, oh." does it all the time he's so bad you know how who i would love to hear do rocky's play-by-play on the radio who nate crackman Oh, he'd be fantastic. Uh, he'd be awesome. Any of those guys. Don't Tyler Mon. So Tyler Mon would be Tyler fantastic. Tyler and Nate in the booth together. Oh, oh that would be the That would be a fantastic broadcast. I would listen to those guys I, all the time. I, I was listening today. Uh, I just I flipped on the radio and I heard a guy just going crazy and I thought it was Jonah Carey the entire time. I'm like, "Oh, that's Jonah." And when Nate show, and it was Tyler Mon. But he He was on today. Yeah. Yeah, it's, I mean, he sounded just Sounded just like him, and they're his very good. Was amazing. So he went like like fifteen minutes on Brendan Rodgers. Oh Nothing yeah, but he, Brendan because Rogers. he knows all about Brendan Rodgers. He can fucking tell you. He can tell you what he had for breakfast. I'm I, sure. I've never known so much about a single man in my life before listening to Tyler Monty. So Brendan Rogers. So the 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 radio broadcast of the eighty thousand watt blowtorch KOA. The dude, fifty fifty thousand. Sorry, the dude can't fucking like if, if they hit a, a a real hard shot to the shortstop he can't get it out he I, I and then all the fucking time so that's it's the, the cte from the plane crash <laughs> maybe i don't know but that's the guy who they have doing it now if he just was commenting like if he was just a color guy he might be fine but he's doing the play-by-play because they switch off and he's awful and that's what we have that's I, and i listen to it and then don't get me fucking started on the the herman marcus shit all that stuff drives me fucking nuts because I happen I always happen to be listening when fucking Herman Marcus is 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 pitching that day. And they're like and so they don't just go Herman Marcus. They're going, "Oh, Herman Marquez, Marquez." They they change his name throughout, which is totally unprofessional. Now, now Drew Goodman calls him Herman Marquez, which is most normal people would pronounce it that way, right? That's how it should be pronounced. I say Herman. Herman, Herman, um, it's fine, but it's it's Marquez. Now everyone's like, well, he's he's being respectful and pronouncing it how he wants to respond. Bull fucking shit. The dude has a Latin accent. He said his name to them, and they went. He said Marcus. They're calling him Herman Marcus. It's so fucking annoying. But then it changes. Then they'll say it Marquez. Then they'll say Marquez. I can't stand it. It's totally unprofessional. Those guys suck. They should not be on the fucking so broadcast. So their contract's up this year, right? It was I don't our, know. Our, our buddy Shapiro was telling us that. Yeah, K, the KOA deal is up with the Rockies this oh, year. Oh, my God. I'm well, sure they'll get them back. I mean, it's oh, fucking yeah, KOA. It's, yeah, they're not going anywhere no, else. No, but the, uh, the Zombie Root Sports deal is up. The big TV deal Oh, is good. Up. Get rid of them. Oh, yeah. Zombie they, Root Sports. I mean, aside from Jenny Kavner, who's a gem, sucks. Why doesn't why doesn't uh, why doesn't Cronky throw some more money at that and go hey let's have this on altitude let's throw this on altitude fucking Nuggets oh, and Avalanche please. are over oh please let's fucking rock the rock please yeah. and There's and no- give it to me streaming oh, you yeah. fucking assholes my wife keeps bugging me can we cancel the sports package oh my god our Comcast bill's so high oh it's so there's high. nothing else you can do. As of right now, oh, I mean, maybe terrible. maybe the Disney merger where they're buying up all these fucking streaming services, 
God knows. I, I want to be able to stream Altitude and or AT&T Sportsnet so I can fucking cut the cord with cable. You can if you have cable. But, hey, um, we got to take a break because we're getting up against it. And we got to do a quick fourth quarter. So um, we could talk about the shitty KOA broadcast and Drew Goodman's horrible fly ball calls all night long. But let's get into the fourth and we'll uh, we'll bring it on home after that. So we'll take a quick break. Be right back. Sportique is where scooters come from, and spring is the time to visit. Wouldn't you love to go to a baseball game and not have to worry about where you're going to park? Just roll right up to the front, lock your bike up to a bike rack, your scoot. Get the hell out of there, man. It's awesome. Getting to, getting into Lodo and getting out of Lodo on a scooter from Sportique is rad. With a 50cc scooter, you don't need a motorcycle driver's license, and you don't need a license plate. And you can park it legally at a bike rack. Not only that, you can ride it in the bike lanes, these dumb fucking bike lanes that the city of Denver keeps putting in. Hey, it's stupid, but if you got a scooter, it's rad. Visit Sportique. And please tell them you heard about it on the South Stands Denver Fancast. <laughs> Fire, baby. That's the best Cookie Monster music I've ever heard. Electric, electric Messiah. Now I've seen them. I've seen them play, and I would go see them again, as long as it wasn't a part of like a big group of bands. Yeah. But I remember seeing them, and uh, since I, I only have to put one earplug in because my other ear is so bad, and I remember I pulled my earplug out, and it, it was like this. <laughs> it was just a hiss. And I was like, oh, my God, I had to put my earplug back in because it was just so fucking loud. It was wicked, though. Yeah, they're playing Levitation this year, so I'm, I'm debating whether to go or not. They're badass. They're fucking They're they really are good. fucking crunchy as hell. Oh, yeah, they're really shit. good, man. Oh God! So I, we're I think gonna, they're we're playing gonna... with uh, Russian circles. I think, oh. I think it's the same same, I love Russian same circles. gig. I think. See, I'd, I'd like to see them together. We're gonna need Rock and Robin soon. Oh, yeah. soon. Okay, we we'll, we'll, we'll get to that. Um, I did want to just say that real quick. Um, so we're gonna get out of here. Um, it was the Avalanche ended. I thought they could have. I thought they could have advanced, and if they advanced, I think they could have made the final. Um, but there was the Mark Rycroft thought they would be better off playing Las Vegas. 
they they should have beat San Jose. They they had them, but they they were inconsistent, which I'm going to lead up into the Nuggets too. And then they had that fucking wonky call in that game seven where it was a goal called back yeah. because Landeskog was offside. But the thing was, he was out of the play. He wasn't part of the play. The person who he was switching for was already on the ice. So technically, if they wanted to call it, it should have been too many men. But Which is not reviewable. Which is not reviewable. Should have been fucking reviewable. And the door is on the other side. Landeskog should have fucking gotten off. And that is the bottom line. He should have hustled off. And we wouldn't have had that. It could have been. It could have changed the whole thing. I thought they had their number. I thought their goalie sucks. And um, I thought that they could have uh, beaten them. And I think they would have gone far. They probably would have. I think they would have made Isn't the final. Isn't that fascinating about hockey, though? And the same about football, too, in the NFL. You can go from... You an eight seed can beat a one Absolutely. seed, and they did twice in this yep. series. And you can go from worst to first in the NFL too, but you just can't do it in basketball and baseball. You can't. You just you, can't do it. You can do it, but you have you got to fucking you got to you, you got to catch lightning in a bottle. And and that's the thing. And leading into the Nuggets, the Nuggets should have advanced. They should have advanced. They, they should have they won were game far seven. better yes. team, mm-hmm. but they just if you watch those and I, games and I knew that I knew when there was a game seven I was like oh you you watch them and you watch them play and it would like every game and maybe it wasn't every game because I, I I usually watch later on in the in the game they would start off great and they look really good and then they just fucking suck and then, during, during the first quarter of the game of game seven my daughter we were at the game my daughter turns to me and she goes dad. I think they're using up all their good juju. They, they did. And they would get super inconsistent and they just would make horrible decisions. And it just looked like they were just like, they didn't know what to do. So they just huck it up. This, that whole series, they looked like they did that. And they let an inferior team creep back in it and ultimately beat them. And that was really frustrating is just watching the inconsistency. And obviously that'll, that'll change with time as they get more experience. But, but I thought that was the similar in the two things where I was just like, I was like, man, they just, they, and granted, if you're out there, it's a total different story. You're just, you're just playing. You don't realize what you're doing. You get the ball. You're like, I got to shoot. I got an open shot. You fucking brick it. It's just, it, it just snowballs. And I thought if they, if both teams just had a little more consistency, they'd be, go, they'd be playing right now. You, I want to tell you what the worst part of the whole thing was. I logged onto the internet and I bought 25 Scrabble letter L's. Oh. And I had them in my pocket. You were going to hand them out. I was going to hand them out as we left the arena. And I went home with 25 Scrabble letter L's. Save those. You'll you'll use them. I feel like the Nuggets should be doing that in general. Like standing at the top of the elevator and just be handing them out to the opposing uh, fans of the team. Here's your L. I was like, this is such a clever idea. And then as the game game ended, I went, I did this to myself. That's all right. You will will have an opportunity to use those in the future. It's going to be a year from now, but you will have an opportunity. I like your idea too. You could make it as like a, a, put a coupon for the, for the, the, the team store. Be like, hey, fucking 10% off and have a big L on it and just give it to Portland fans. And so you're not being like a total asshole. You're saying, hey, here's a coupon. And you can say, hey, take your fucking L. You can go down and go get some nugget stuff if you'd like 10% off. So um, it was was frustrating. Speaking of which, they wasted no time. Um, the, The gift shop on the way out was fucking packed. And the line was out the door. And I was like, what is going on? Yeah, I'm not buying shit at that point. 
fifty percent off. Oh, the entire yeah. store, and people were just fucking flooding through there. Yeah, because remember Scott, the sweatshirt that I they said were gone. Yeah, yeah, they were gone. I knew they I were gone. It was. I thought. Yeah. I thought I'd catch you that time because there was a, a sweet deal on a sweatshirt. But um, hey, you know what? There's always next year, and I, I think the future's bright for both teams. I had a blast. I mean, I had an absolute. As you guys know, I, oh, I, I jumped I, in on a, the uh, the season ticket bandwagon right before the Nuggets uh, season started this year. So I've never gone to so many Nuggets games, and I had so much fun. It's great. It's and, a good time. And they man. won like almost every single game I went to. They, were, they had a good year. They had a super good year. They should be playing right now. But, but you that's, know, here's my theory. That's just a thought, not even a theory. Oh. So last year, they, they had a heartbreaking loss to uh, Minnesota, right? And that really helped kind of propel them and bring them back. I think it's good for a young team. They weren't, they're not going to win it this year. You know, they just weren't. So it, I, I'm okay with it. And I feel like they, uh, it'll propel them more to have a heartbreaking Game 7 crushing loss than to have gotten swept by the Warriors because they would have gotten swept by the Warriors. You need the experience, and that's fine. And if it's, you know, that's, that's what experience is, is losing and learning how to fucking lose and, and what you got to do next time to win. So Let's experience the tweet of the week. Let's I've, do it. I've, I've got one it's this week. It's been a while, yeah. Um, this is uh, somebody that a lot of people have had a lot of consternation toward over the last couple of weeks. And that's our friend James Merrillat, who's oh, now the digital manager over there at the fan. People really love um, him. But I'm going to read James as, as a very gay man, in tribute of our friend James, who passed recently. Who did not sound gay. No, no, but James Merrillat's about to. Man, Nolan is such a great player. So good. Wasted on this bad team. If you can't tell the difference between the Avs and Nuggets this season, you were asleep from October through April. Good thing Mike Malone manipulated things to get the Blazers in Denver for Game 7. Oh, those basketball gods. They never forget. Cue the Capri Sun and orange slices. Meanwhile, in Philly, they're firing their coach if he loses. On the road, different a mindset. Terrible adjustments by the coaching staff. Pulled the Broncos, 2014. Too worried about interviewing for their next jobs. 2017-2018, eighth seed. 2018-29, teen eighth seed. Oh, what a rocket ship. Meanwhile, the Rockies stink again and Teflon Bud gets a free ride because nobody's paying attention. That's, that's your friend James Merrill. That's, that's even worse. That's that, was, that, was, um, that was uplifting, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was great. You know, he, he caught a lot of heat. He's, he's at lightning rod. Because he's... Um, He's writing stuff for the fan, and he um, and he's basically just you know getting people whipped up. And one of his things was is how he said something about how the Avalanche didn't get better. They didn't get better. Yeah. They're taking a step back, and everybody lost their shit. And I was like, that what that's what he wanted. He wanted everyone to freak out and to fucking go nuts because they knew they know over there that that they that the hockey fans will wig out about it. The good job, good effort narrative about the Avs is nauseating. It's Capri Suns and Orange Slices. They lost. It's over. Now, he's totally wrong because if you follow that team, you know that that they took an incredible step forward. McKinnon took an incredible step forward. All of them did. Um, 
they obviously got a little work to do, but like to think that to, to say they took a step back is, is really disingenuous. And it's obviously a way to get people to, to click. But on it. you've got to admire how he's, he's trying to out, out, out kiss the kids. If he's trying to out kiss the kids. Well, that's, that's, you know, we need a new kids. I don't know who reads kids anymore. I don't know if anyone obviously reads that. Do you read it? I think Woody Page does. I fucking sure as hell don't. Gil Whiteley. Oh, Kisla. People were like, people were like, you're Kisla. And I'm like, I haven't read Kisla in fucking four or five years. I haven't even read anything he's written because it's just not any, it's, it's useless. It's useless to me. I would never read what he has to say because I, I think that he, he has nothing to say and it's, it's all garbage and it's only designed for clicks. Here's the difference though. I don't think Marilat is just digging for clicks or trying to have a hot take. I think he's that much of a curmudgeon. Oh, I think so too. No, I think he believes it. And this is this is what everybody said about this is what everyone said about Kisla. Is I'd complain about Kisla and people who knew him would go, No man, he wouldn't he wouldn't write something he didn't believe. Oh bullshit. And then I'm oh, like bullshit. and I'm like, this is bullshit. This is total bullshit. Because he's written shit like in the last like like couple months where I'm like Oh my God, he is obviously just just dying to get people to fucking engage with him and like freak out about what he's saying. Well, and whoever's his headline writer is just, uh, yeah, they're just the biggest troll on the planet. And it's like the, he he attacked um, John Gray and called him a head case and said, "Oh, this guy's mentally a fucking he mental." He went after midget. Millsap just a couple. Of <laughs> he went after Millsap, and that when Millsap and I was like. Millsap's one of the only guys who was doing anything. And I don't know about in the last game. I think he... he no, said, but for getting them to the playoffs, yeah. Paul Millsap was a huge influence on Absolutely. that Absolutely. Great signing by the Nuggets. And there, was, and there was times... He was terrible in game four. And there was times in the... Seven, in the, right. in the he, and I'd see they, he was the only one that could penetrate and get in there. And I was, like, I was like, you can't pin this on this guy. It was really cheap, and it was basically like either... Either he wasn't watching or he was just going for the easiest fucking slam So dunk. he is the guy, though, that doesn't go to the practices, doesn't really show his face around. Kisla? Yeah, but then he'll be the first one to ask a question. I doubt. I don't time. know any. I, I'm sure he goes to Dove Valley. I'm sure he's down there. Um, I would guess that he does not go to Avalanche or Nugget stuff, right. but I don't know that for sure. Uh, you could probably ask some of the guys we know that cover him if they see him around there, and I bet it's minimal. I bet he shows up every once in a while. Uh, so you mentioned he goes to Dove Valley. A lot of people I talked to said, oh, yeah, yeah, that story you talked about where the female beat writer was sexually harassed by the coach, like everybody knows. Everybody knows about that. And, it's, and, and, and I was talking to our buddy Reno, and he's like, now you understand. They, it, you would think somebody would find that newsworthy, right? I mean, it seems newsworthy to me, which is why the consternation. But the entire, the, there is su the, no other team in town has that kind of authority and power over the people. That is it cover the them. entire sport, though, in any town? Football? Like, could you get away with that with the Boston I think the Red Miami, Sox. I think a Miami Dolphins beat writer might be able to get away with it. No, no because I, I would bet in Chicago that wouldn't fly because they have so many other things that are like that are almost as as important. Just like what Reno said about Boston. Um, granted, the Patriots are a great story, but they have so many other sports that people are way more into. Um, I think because the Broncos are are the number one, and they've been that way for a long time that um, everyone has to walk on eggshells around them. The entire assembled media was aware of this story, and they all agreed amongst themselves it's not worth reporting. And I talked to somebody at the Post, and they said because 
there was no formal lawsuit filing because they paid the the beat writer they off. did pay the beat writer off yeah for was, sure yeah so there was no lawsuit because it was what what dan jacobs described to me as a demand letter it's not a legal filing it's a demand letter so this person said i've been sexually harassed by this person pay me and i'll shut up so I well I I don't want you to simplify it like that. I'm sure it wasn't. You, that makes it sound like it's blackmail, and it's not blackmail. It's you, it's remedy. There has it's relief. To, there has yes. to be more of a legal involvement. Like a lawyer, we a, don't want to be sued. A lawyer has to step in and go, "Hey, my client has been sexually harassed, and we're gonna fucking we're gonna take this and make it go nuclear." unless you have have a plan for this because obviously that probably would have ended this person's career there they would have been like you're out of here right i would have to assume i'm i'm kind of shocked that they're still work, working working that on the makes beat. two of us yeah so um so i'm just saying maybe they're not only still working the beat but much more heavily embedded at this point it seems to me well because the broncos but fucking, all those people are gone yeah, and they they knew that they probably hired a scumbag and they let it let it run amok and they probably were like Get rid of this motherfucker and settle up with this person. It still blows me away that, and th and that's what people need to realize about sports media is, if it's an understood thing that this is not something that gets out, it doesn't get out, and that's what made it the the pressure on me as somebody who's not subject to that. I don't have press credentials, um, being equipped with that story. It fucking sucked because. Everybody, else. I talked to a former television, uh, local network TV sports anchor, two of them actually, who said, yeah, no, that, that's not something we would ever cover. Drew I talked, I talked to the Denver Post. Yeah, no, that's not something we would cover. We're team partners with the Broncos. Unless um, even, even the, even the call, even the Colorado Sun, who's a hard news organization said out of respect for the reporter we would not that, and that's what that's what it came down to is they were like this person doesn't want this person doesn't want this to come up they want it to go away um and and i get that that's fine but what about the next victim oh yeah that's the thing well that's why all those guys are gone and they've they've put a bunch of people in there so but unless hopefully way better people. well you know maybe if they if they've if they've created that environment and somebody feels that they can do that there but i'll guarantee you everyone got huddled up and they said hey that just cost us two hundred fifty thousand dollars because that asshole. Two hundred fifty thousand. I don't nice know. Try. It was it more than that. I don't know. Well, they. I couldn't say. They 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 were like uh, they were like hey that just cost us a ton of money so the next person that fucking does it well guess what you're gonna you're gonna fucking you're gonna be dealing with that on your own. So go Broncos. Huh? Go Broncos. Hey, nice. let's get out of here. We got We got. We're all way over. Um, anything else you guys want to want to finish up with? Lots to cover. Just we want to. I want to get downstairs and finish myself <laughs> off. Finish yourself off, like Jack home. jacking off. No, no, that's not what I'm. By the way, have you seen? Have you seen? Um, I think you should leave yet on Netflix. Oh, you gotta watch it. It's called I Think You Should Leave. It's really fucking funny. It's like six episodes of quick sketch comedy. Very fucking funny. Yeah, very bizarre. Very good. So check it out. I'm intrigued. Uh, hey, this has been fun. Well, hopefully everyone will be healthy enough to do another one soon. So uh, until next time, this has been the South Stands Denver Fancast. Adios. We love you, Denver!